startuprad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from startuprad.io. You are listening to This Month in German, Swiss, and Austrian Startups, also known as GSA, June 2022 edition. We are hosting this again together with Chris from New York. Hey, Chris, how you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing fine. Um, yeah, things are looking nice in New York. Today it's a bit gray, but apart from that, summer-ish is the best time. And we may tell our audience who's just listening to us, those five to 10,000 people uh, a month, um, that they are very fortunate because they cannot see it. We're both wearing Hawaiian shirts. This has become a tradition for our June news. <laughs> As we said, June news recorded June 27th. Keep in mind, we will have a summer break and be back for another news episode which is in the US Labor Day, September 5th. In this episode, we will wrap up July and August. As always, all news not yet included here will be published in our next news episode in September. We will also slightly change our publication schedule for this July and August, mostly going to one publication every two weeks. You can keep up to date with our Google Calendar for all publications. And this does not necessarily include our blog posts from which we do at least one a month. Our highlights, startups in GSA also shedding headcount, including unicorns who recently raised money. All signs point towards them extending their runway, meaning their remaining money expecting a recession. Some startups face a challenge in fundraising environments, but others, like WeFox, want to almost double their valuations. Also, Personia and Trade Republic raise additional funds. In our stay ahead of the curve section, we have a lot of articles an entrepreneur should or could read to prepare for the potential downturn. The German Economic Minister Habeck is unveiling his new startup strategy, considering even a minimum investment in VC funds for German insurers and pension funds. And the fast delivery startups seem to hit a wall, pardon my pun, pretty fast. And even formerly Mighty Gorillas is now exploring strategic options. Let's talk startups. You can tune into our radio station at www startup.radio and there's a link to relink in the show notes where you can find all options to subscribe. Our enablers invest in Hessen. This show was made possible by Hessen Trade and Invest with the brand Invest in Hessen. You can learn more about them in the link in the show notes. We also run a dedicated sub podcast with all interviews and news in cooperation with them. You can learn more at techstartups.com dot sounder dot fm and our second sponsor startupraven.com the best way to identify investors and cooperation partners for early stage startups sign up for early access at startupraven.com as all it's almost also a tradition that i hand over for the top news to chris right yes 
I made a raven with my hands. That's a raven. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, we are living in turbulent times. You kind of hinted at it already. Uh, we're hearing and reading a lot of news about uh, layoffs in many, many um, startups. Um, we have just a little selection of the current bloodshed going on in listed and non-listed uh, uh, tech around the world at the same time. Um, in the GSA market, uh, we also see a lot of them. Currently, like, it's a big thing everywhere, but um, obviously, especially for the employees fired. Um, so one um, estimate that we found was that the global startup job cut reaches 17,000 people by now, um, with some of them also in uh, the Unicorn Berlin Brands Group with 10% of their employees. We saw that uh, the German neo-broker Unicorn Trade Republic raises 250 million euro at a 5 um, billion valuation, despite challenging the market environment for trading and fundraising. This is up from 4.4 billion valuation at their last fundraising in May 2021. And... Um, but they are also joining a long list of startups to cut expectations and jobs. We saw that Bitpanda cuts its headcount by a third. Um, and we also saw that a few weeks ago, the Berlin-based crypto startup Nuri announced to ax uh, one in five uh, people of its headcount. Now they have to freeze withdrawals from some of their accounts since their partner Celsius Networks did so. So this is part of like the bigger turmoil in the uh, cryptosphere right now. And Rocket Internet has also already cut headcount 30% of their workforce at their global founders capital, formerly 94, and 50% at their flash ventures, formerly 40. So, um, yeah, um, a lot of, um, again, like a lot of turbulence is going on. We'll see how the market recovers with the really unsteady outlook out there with worldwide inflation going up and the war in Ukraine still going on. So uh, we hope that the industry recovers soon. My big hope would mm. be that everybody prepares for a really harsh recession and then it doesn't hit. Yeah. Uh, and one industry uh, where we specifically see um, companies being hit uh, is the ones of like, yeah, fast delivery startups. Uh, we see that uh, Gorillas from Berlin laid off 300 people. They exited four markets and uh, they're not the only ones. Getir, also active in Germany, shedded headcount. And they're also reportedly in search for other options, which will, may include a merger or acquisition as well. Um, we have an article about that in the show notes with the headline Gorilla burns 80 million US dollars a month and now explores options and weighed deals with delivery rivals. Um, and I mean, just by my personal perception here, the, the number of fast delivery startups around me is really, really also going down. I guess probably at its highest, I could have ordered at five or six places. Um, they pumped a lot of energy into the market with, um, Huge discounts, but also these times are over. We also see that the instant delivery firm Joker is leaving the US. Its founder, Ralf Wenzel, is also known as the founder of Food Panda and helped SoftBank with the reorganization of WeWork. And Joker actually is also like a curious case, just like, um, oh, what was the other one? I want to see get, I uh, say get, no, Fridge No More. And Fridge No More here, it's like two blocks away from me. And it's just like an abandoned 
space right now. And there's still like the, the boxes of the iPad that they used and, um, apparently somehow like it's, it's just as if it was abandoned from one minute to another. It's really wild. Um, we also, uh, yeah, have related stories to that Gorilla startup Dreamer food delivery and office raves falters. Ultra fast delivery startups may have moved too fast. Those were two other headlines that we saw around this. And, um, yeah, so in general, this is part of a of a bigger picture, we guess, uh, because we also see that the fundraising environment becomes much more challenging. Um, but some persevere. For example, Personio napped uh, $200 million at an $8.5 billion valuation as its HR for small businesses hits the big time, making it one of most uh, Europe's most valuable startups right now. And we also see that the InsurTech startup WeFox seeks funding at over uh, 5 billion of evaluation, almost doubling their previous number here. And um, others to think about all options. So Solaris Bank is exploring all options from fundraising to a sale to a PE fund. Um, we have additional information about that in the show notes as well. Um, and maybe one tiny little uh, part of the puzzle plus dental, a Berlin-based startup working on mouth guards said in March 21 that they were looking at a unicorn valuation. Now they exit for a mere 131 million euros to a Swiss-based company. Um, but 131 million also sounds as if probably people might might have made a profit on that one. I totally do believe 131 million euros is a lot of money for a lot of people out there, including you and me, right? And I mean, and for mouth guards as well. I don't know. Like how much can they cost? I have no idea. Talking about Wingcopter here, it's a startup they ha that I have interviewed in the past. They raised 42 million US dollars in new funding and they plan expansion. They are building a unique drone that combines vertical liftoff capabilities with wing assisted flight for long distances like a V22 Osprey. They are already working in the Pacific on remote atolls and in Africa. You can learn more about them in our interview with them and they also completely rule out all military applications, they don't return even emails on that. And this brings the total investment tracked by us, Rheinmann VC, in 2022 so far to more than 460 million euros. After the downturn on the horizon, there is fortunately an upturn at one time. Germany has a new startup strategy, which is still in the making and far from final yet. But here are some of the first hints from the German press. There may be much better fundraising environment for German startups in the future if the German Minister of Economics Habeck gets his will. He wants to make it easier for German startups to raise venture capital and German insurers and pension funds should get a minimum VC investment quota. Right now, their investments are minimal. Just to give you an idea of what this is in the making here, the German insurers had at end of 2022 more than 3 trillion euros, which is 3.17 trillion US dollars in assets. If the quota would have been set to 1%, there would be 30 billion euros additional LPs for funding for VCs. The overall strategy has 10 points and you can learn more in our show notes. 
a little bit of a sad news. Delivery Hero had to leave the DAX, the German leading index. After a regular review by Deutsche Börse, they decided that Delivery Hero has to leave Germany's leading stock market index and be replaced by Bayersdorf, known for care brand Nivea. Deliver Hero will also not be able to join DAX for the next two years. Also, with the new rules in place, they have to be profitable in order to have a chance of joining the index again. Delivery Hero found a new home in Germany's MDAX, the little brother of the DAX index. <sighs> One deep breath housekeeping and time to brag. You guys know that we change our hosting service, right? We are heard each week in, as of June 27, more than 19 countries across the world. Actually, last week it was 94. Also, we passed in June 2 million views mark on YouTube. Thank you very much. We are very happy to have you as an audience. Um, we also had the English World Premier on Kranos Health. Now they are in the news for the Series A funding of 6.5 million US dollars. You can learn more about the founder in our English World Premier link in the show notes. Chris, you want to take the ecosystem again? Yeah, sure. So, um, in general, we were looking a bit at the, uh, yeah, at the current environment in uh, Europe and in German language countries. Uh, the European Capital Report found that only 61 newly founded investors in 2021 in Europe. Uh, 43 of them VCs, 10 of them in uh, Germany, Switzerland, Austria. Uh, much more data is in the report. We had a PDF there. Um, in general, investors expect down rounds for most startups and scale-ups. The value of US and European IPOs tumbles 90% this year and disappearing term sheets and down rounds inside venture capital's new normal. So these are all um, articles and more substantial uh, reports about the current state of events. Then we found uh, some research about GDPR, the like data protection um, and privacy laws in Germany. Uh, and I was always a bit curious because I thought probably never, like they had never actually pursued those cases. But the, this report says that within four years of GDPR in Germany, the authorities punished uh, uh, at least 1,072 violations. And that's what like the, the researchers could find out. Probably there were more. Uh, with a total of 1.6 billion euros in fines. If you look into it, nearly half of it came from one case from Amazon because Amazon did not ask users explicitly enough to receive targeted ads around the internet. Um, and uh, yet, yeah, yet I found it a fascinating number. WhatsApp also was charged with 225 million euros. Google had um, some like 200 million euros. So the other ones, the other violations were charged with much, much lower fines, but still uh, it is a thing. And uh, Germany's federal cartel office, office opens investigations in Google Maps since the service cannot be combined with other maps. Um, so this is about the ongoing, um, yeah, the ongoing fight against like the big internet companies. But we also decided to end a bit uh, in this rather grim section today with some good news. The expected downturn is not the end of all days and tech startup M&A picks up in the downturn. One example here is the recent, recent acquisition uh, Zalando made 
And uh, we have more about that in the show notes. And now we look at the specific hubs and cities around Germany with a bit brighter news. Thank you. Yes, we do. Thank you, Chris. Um, as always, the order of the startups is in the order we discovered them. And of course, uh, since it's my home turf, we always start with Frankfurt. Lover, L-O-V-R, all capital letters, found a market niche with more and more consumers replacing meat. There's also less leather to go around. Now Lover from Darmstadt raises a seed round for the plant-based leather replacement. The company behind the Lover material is called Revoltech, and they did not disclose the total amount of funding. The total funding is disclosed in our other news on Frankfurt. German solar energy startup Enviria collects 22.5 million in the Series A, which is pretty big in the current environment. While the vast majority of solar energy related projects hailing from Germany focus on residential installation and rental and maintenance services, Envira is taking a different route, focusing instead of on photovoltaic energy solutions, including energy as a service products customized for the distinct need of businesses, writes the article. Bosch Venture Capital, Bosch VC arm headquartered in Frankfurt launches new 295 million US dollar fund for deep tech startups. Keep in mind the good news for Wingcopter and Frankfurt based SaaS startup Autengo. A-U-T-E-N-G-O is sold to Kaiserslautern-based Salto AG, which is in turn owned by Tire24. Autengo offers SaaS solution for car dealerships. Chris, there are other places you'll find news, right? Yeah, in uh, the city of Bonn, we saw that Code Intelligence raises 12 million in a Series A funding. Um, and in Munich, we uh, learned that Finn, a Munich-based startup for car subscriptions, raised 110 million US dollars after brutal weeks of fundraising, as they put it. Um, we have a blog post on our own website about the Munich-based eBot7, uh, which was acquired for more than 50 million US dollars by S&P 600 company LivePerson. And Aurora Tech with an O in the beginning and not like Aurora is a startup dedicated to the, uh, to detecting wildfires from orbit. Their first satellite was launched in January with a SpaceX rocket. And now this satellite and its AI detected the first wildfire. So, um, good luck to that purpose. In Hanover, the German-based tennis startup Wingfield raised 4 million euros in venture capital. And in Braunschweig, a little bit to the south of Hanover, startup Okapi Orbits raised 5.5 million euros seed funding to protect satellites from collision with space debris. Probably they can debris. Probably they can start negotiations with Aurora Tech so that the wildfires can still be found. And um, in Austria, uh, we see that Accenture bought a bank data center in Tirol, Austria, called ARZ. They gained 600 new employees and want to use it to uh, build up further. And um, we were wondering if you know Vienna-based anti-Robin Hood fintech Fruits, F-R-O-O-T-S. They just raised 2.5 million to encourage long-term investments. Um, moving on to Switzerland, where we see that Wemakite, a Swiss crowdfunding platform, 
um, is taking an unusual route to fundraising. Within a few days, they raised 6.4 million Swiss francs by shelling, selling shares to 4,400 backers. We may also be able to, pro uh, to pronounce it as we make it. Yeah, we make it. But it's not my problem no. if they name it problematically. Totally not. They have the problem here. So anyway, so the crowdfunding market in Switzerland in general approaches 1 billion Swiss franc. It has reached 792 million in 2021. So it's a good market environment for we make it or as we like to call it, Vimakad. Swiss prop tech startup Foxstone raised 10 million Swiss francs venture capital to invest in their real estate platform. And the travel tech startup Chain for Travel with the Digit4 raised 4.5 million US dollars to build their blockchain solution. And Zug in Switzerland, a little town there, um, there this is the hometown of Klarpay AG. They raised 3 million Swiss funds to accelerate their growths. Which wraps up the hub section and we move on to general news, tech news, companies. Um, so a little bit of everything now, starting with investors where mood is going down a bit again, because more bad news for one of Germany's largest investors were the Tiger Globals, uh, Tiger Global plunged 52% and that prompted a fee cut and a redemption plan there. So, um, hopefully they can get, um, back up and you can also meet get quinn a social network for investors from berlin they scored 15 million dollars to expand beyond the dach region dach is the german equivalent of gsa meaning deutschland austria schweiz and um I take a deep breath and hand it over to you to talk about fintechs. Great. Um, we have, we start out with two articles on the same topic. Founders of Penta Challenger Bank started Pile, a B2B crypto startup. Now Pile raised 2.8 million euros in pre-seed funding led by Artemis and Barclays Female Innovators Lab. Investors also include N26 CEO and soccer player Mario Götze. And there's another article on the same focusing on uh, what they do, crypto API and um, telling it was for um, crypto API. Berlin-based financial management startup Airbank, which offers financial management for SMEs, raises 20 million euros. Germany-based investment API Upvest scores 42 million. And despite Klana being in crisis mode, buy now pay later fintech Mondu, M-O-N-D-U from Germany, raises 43 million US dollars in Series A funding. Investors here include Peter Thiel's Vala Ventures. Jones Lang LaSalle, I do believe there are a lot of buildings they manage in in New York, right, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. They are, um, their investment arm invests in Berlin-based prop tech. Eco works in 7.7 million euros investment round amongst other investors. Um, I was just wondering, you guys all saw the focus on API startups, right? Um, new VC funds project, <laughs> new VC funds project Adventures raises their largest fund to date with 375 
million US dollars. Also keep in mind uh, the fundraising of Bosch VC and Berlin-based Climate Tech VC World Fund just added PwC as an anchor and LP to its 365 million fund. Um, they are, we also found an article with a 17 slide pitch deck they used to land the deal. Chris, you got some more fundraising here, right? Yeah, very few selected VC fundings that we found. Um, and I'm gonna like, it's gonna be like a rapid fire round. Coach Hub raises $200 million led by Sofina SoftBank Vision Fund 2 just eight months after their last funding. But despite the large funding, they are not a unicorn yet. Silicon Valley Bank approves 100 million US dollars for the Berlin-based recap platform. Omeo tops up with $80 million as travel bounces back. The capital raise will be used by the Berlin-based startup to reinitiate global expansion activities, including M&A deals and new strategic partnerships. Um, Berlin's distribution, a B2B marketplace, rakes in 30 million euros to make ground transportation accessible online. And Berlin-based Ecolytic gets 13.5 million euros to empower more sustainable consumer habits. Some startups did not make it, though. I don't know. Today, I feel as if I'm like the bearer of bad news all the time. Corando, sorry, a German fast delivery service for pharmacies, have uh, had to file for insolvency. Operations have already ceased. AgTech Agrando raised 12 million euros in venture capital in the summer of 21, but now has to file for insolvency. And the retirement savings fintech Vantic has to file for insolvency. They wanted to offer the savings with a cashback scheme and had to make the filing due to a busted funding round. Other news. All Joe Manning. Other news, exactly. Going a little bit back. Oh, Chris, there's the siren. Mm -hmm. You're off the hook for a bagel today. Um, all other news, DoorDash closes shop in Germany. Only the brand will be retained by Volt here, like the W-O-L-T. Hinted already in the top news when we talked about M&A activity picking up, Zalando acquires majority stake in Heisnobity, bringing together content and commerce Heisnobity. Biety, high snob. So inside my head, I'm always reading it. Yeah, high snobiety as in high, high society. Okay, it's a fashion and lifestyle media brand founded 2005. Currently generates 60 million US dollars in global revenue, and they are based in Berlin. Chris, you see, you're not the only one with problems in the names. Um, and guys, do you know Autodoc? It's a Berlin-based online marketplace for car spare parts. It is completely owned by its three original founders and generates 1 billion euros in annual revenues. We also found a list of the to 10 most innovative food waste startups around the world, and that includes Choco App from Berlin. Chris, you get a little bit more of Stay Ahead of the Curve? Yeah. Um, so... I mean, it's just a bit of, uh, of news that should give you some inspiration or some ideas of the broader pictures, uh, of the broader picture. Um, so for example, as fintech valuations fail, even Stripe isn't immune to a changing market. That is something we found interesting. We found an article about venture capitalists soaring pay, uh, which are, is tempting fate. We see that the Q2 software as a service multiples have collapsed. 
um, our startup should handle the downturn. There's a bit more of um, background there at uh, TechCrunch. Uh, you can read Sequoia's news presentation to portfolio companies on how to survive the next three years, uh, but also a TechCrunch article about how there's still good news out there for software startups. And uh, we wish you all the best of luck until we're uh, <laughs> as long as we're away. So please all make it through July and August so that we have something more positive to talk about and to talk about you when we're back on September 5th with our summer wrap up and hopefully more optimistic. Just don't start a fast delivery startup in between. Just that's, that's our recommendation. That would be awesome. And there's still good news out there for the software startup. So we end on a high tone. Everything's fine. Chris, it was a pleasure as always working with you. Yes. High five to a million angels. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>